Welcome to the Intimate Inspirations Podcast. I am Michelle Blumentritt, and I cannot wait to share with women, no matter what your phase of life, a longtime passion of mine to help you find your beautiful. Hey there. Thanks so much for joining me again today as we dive in a little bit to a story from kind of the archives of my life and go back a little ways and talk about a story of mine personally that actually changed the trajectory of my life and really shaped who I am today. Before I dive into that though, I want to just go into a little bit about what are some of the things that we find our security in? What exactly does it mean to have security? And so I looked that up, of course. I love to look up definitions to kind of give you perspective. And the definition of security says that it is the state of being free from danger or threat. So what if we were to have our security in a person or a thing? There's multiple things that we all probably do this, I'm sure, often, where we put our security in our money or our homes, our person being our spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend. But what happens when those things fail us, and they will, because people are human and money isn't everlasting, and we are not guaranteed all of those things, right? I don't say these things to be a Debbie Downer, but I say these things kind of as a precursor to what had happened in my life many, many years ago that really shaped and changed me based on where my security was at the time and what that meant for me. And then circle back around to today in my marriage and with my kids and where that has brought me. And I am still learning and going back to that those pieces of what I had to learn back then where God had to bring me kind of back around and realize that my security was not where it needed to be. So I'm going to share with you today a story, like I said, that really changed and changed me and shaped me into who I am today and it goes back quite a ways I'm gonna date myself here maybe 35 years ago I'm gonna say um back in high school I had going into high school um let's just say at first I was dating somebody long term in high school for the majority the majority of my high school years and then just kind of to back up on that for a second I I loved 
my high school years. Not because I was popular or well-known or anything like that. I was really just kind of one of those people that was there and hung around, but I had just the most amazing friend group of people at school and at church, and I just enjoyed high school. I loved even my freshman year, which I know for a lot of people, their freshman year was awkward or not super great, and I just had a really great experience, and I I do attribute that to my friend group, which was small. I did not have a huge friend group, but I was very confident and felt secure about who I was most times. Of course, we all have insecurities, especially in those younger teenage years when you're entering high school. Of course, there were lots of those insecurities as a girl, but for the most part, I think I just felt pretty confident. I wasn't cocky or anything, but I just felt good. When I think back to those days, I think about me being pretty content. So, like I said, I had a guy that was in my friend group that going into my freshman year, so even since my eighth grade year, I was really good friends with. It was actually my best friend and him and me were all three like pretty much inseparable, but all of us best friends together, um, really close, did almost everything together. He liked me a lot during this time. And I say this because it does have a purpose in as the story goes on. But it was kind of like a when Harry met Sally situation, right? Because if you've seen that movie, the movie is about how it's really difficult for men and women to be friends. And reason being is because one or the other always like each other. There's either the man or the woman, either one ends up liking one another and they can't just be friends it just that's what the premise of the movie is so yes it was kind of like that situation I felt like we were super great friends and we were really close we like I said we were like best friends he was really close to me and my best friend but yes he pursued me in all of that for a good two years but I just couldn't reciprocate reciprocate the feeling until one day I did and I'm not really sure how exactly that all happened or what changed in me after two years of friendship but it did and it was one of those me just finally recognizing that maybe I felt a little differently he kind of decided he might move on and start to date other people since we were never going to date and I kind of made that pretty clear and I guess I didn't really like the thought of that of him moving on and that's when I think I realized maybe my feelings had changed at some point that I didn't really know. So at the beginning of my sophomore year we had officially became boyfriend and girlfriend and 
since he had pursued me for so long, he was all in, right, at this point. And at first, I was pretty hesitant for the first month or two because I thought, this is it. Like, I have known him since I was in eighth grade, and he really, really, really likes me. Now we're going to be high school sweethearts, and he's a great guy, and now we're just going to end up dating all through high school and then getting married. And I think it freaked me out. And I used to think about that, you know, often where what if this is it? What if I never date anybody else? It's the only person I've ever dated. Kind of messed with my mind a little. But um, I, in my mind, right, there was no way that he was going to let me go you know, after we had been together and now, you know, he had pursued me for so long. I just, I just knew, right? He's never gonna break up with me. So I ended up getting over all that, of course, and falling pretty hard. And um, both of us ended up falling in love and became pretty inseparable. And He had, like I said, the good qualities, you know, he had a good family and good work ethic. And, you know, I just assumed that I would end up marrying him. We talked about marriage. We talked about the whole thing, you know, as time went on. Little did I know what would actually end up happening. So going back to the time when we were together, it's kind of an important part of the story that you know and really understand how confident I was in mine and his relationship. He was 100% sold out for me. He treated me like an absolute princess and he adored me. I never doubted the way that he felt about me. I really never had to. We had a really great friend group. All of us got along with each other's friends and hung out. So it was like the perfect scenario. We went to church together and school together. So we were at church camps and church events and school dances, the whole bit. But the reason for writing this podcast was not because of the amazing, uh, the amazing relationship that I had with this guy in high school. And I'm sure, as you've guessed, it's because of the breakup that came afterwards. And after having, like I said, known him for all of my eighth grade and freshman year, and then dating him all of my sophomore and most of my junior year, he broke up with me. And it was the end of my junior year, right before junior prom, of course. And it blindsided me. It really caught me off guard. And I felt like there was absolutely no warning although then when I go back and I think through some of the things even a couple of months prior there were some red flags some things that changed a little bit with him that I had noticed but once again 
why was I thinking that anything would ever happen, right? He adored me, remember? We were going to get married. We were going to have kids. Why would I think that that would change in him all of a sudden? I didn't. I was super confident in that the fact that things would remain the same. Obviously, they did not, and obviously things did change for him and the way that he felt about me. And I was devastated, and I couldn't imagine what I had done wrong. And I know that this is obviously a very common thing, and I say this for anyone who's gone through or even going through a breakup or a heartache, that you do feel automatically like you go right to what did I do wrong? What had I not done enough? Was I not good enough? Was I not pretty enough? Was I not fun enough? What was it that I had done so wrong that would make him leave? All of these insecurities just came creeping in. After so many years of confidence and feeling like I was on cloud nine, it just got ripped out from under my feet immediately. And of course, as women, you go to that place of what was it about me that wasn't there that caused that to happen. So much of who I felt like, really, I was gone for me. I was left to pick up the pieces and try to move on from there and understand what had happened and why it had happened and not really having much explanation. It was difficult. So to say that it hurt would really be an understatement and I I would say I then just finally understood why they called it heartache because it literally ached physically I felt sick at times where I felt like I could barely breathe there were times I felt like I didn't want to get up and go through my day and of course you need to pick up the pieces and move on, right? That's, this is life. This, at the time, like I said, I would, I did not understand why it was happening. It did not make much sense to me why God would allow something like this to happen when I had felt like I was living the good life. I was doing all the things. I was, I was doing the right things and So why would this be happening? That was always my thought. And as I had mentioned in a previous episode, I had lots of friends and family, even both of my sisters who had gotten married at a very young age. They were 19 and 20. And back then that really wasn't abnormal when I was younger. It is now not as common, but back then that was that was very common to get married at that young age but I was in a place where that wasn't happening and I felt like I was 
so far from that happening for me. I was just coming out of this breakup and so how would I move forward and be able to find someone new that I would build that relationship with and know as well as I did this other person and then still get married at 19 or 20. I just felt like it was never going to happen and it was very difficult for me. But God had brought a an amazing friend into my life at this time who just poured into me with her care and concern and prayers and she would just constantly refer me to truths to bible verses and to not to what she thought or felt but what she knew to be true of God and it was really just a huge turning point for me to recognize that what I had put so much of my security and my faith and all of my confidence and my self-image into was this person that I had dated that I had fallen in love with and he was who I looked to for my security and for my being and who I was which obviously was bound to fail because he's human for one and not that he was a bad person but that's not fair that's not fair for us as human beings to put our trust and our confidence and our everything our self-worth into what one person feels or thinks about us because eventually they will fail you and it and they will hurt you And that was a harsh realization, but it was necessary for me to move forward and begin to recognize why God had really done what he did. And it was kind of then that I started to shift my heart. And it had been a few years, I'm not going to lie, not that I didn't date off and on, but it was still a a few years before I was at a point where I felt that I could and it just started to make me realize that it wasn't the heartbreak it wasn't about this guy God used him in my life to turn my life around and help me to recognize where I had been putting my security and who I was basing me as a person and all of my self-image and my self-worth on and that like I said it wasn't that he was a bad person because he failed me it was because he was human and all of my confidence and all of my self-esteem was wrapped up in what he thought and felt about me and not what I knew to be true and what God felt about me And when he left, he took a part of me because I had not yet learned how to be whole without him or without that tangible relationship, somebody that was there constantly telling me how beautiful, how amazing, how great I was. I 
wrapped up a lot of my self-worth in that and being told those things. It's how I valued myself. And I obviously, this was not how I felt at the time. It took me years to come to this realization. And it was something that I had to learn over a slow period of time and also continue to learn this difficult lesson because once you learn it, you now are kind of responsible to make sure that you're you're aware of that in getting into any kind of new relationship or or anything in your life. We can put anything first, anything as a priority or putting our security in that we don't, it doesn't just have to be a person. Like I said, it could be money. It could be your kids, your family, your home. That is not your self-worth. That is not where your self-worth needs to be. So the cool thing about that was that it really, yes, it was such a huge piece in my life and it it really did change me but for so many years I felt like it was all about him and why couldn't I get over him and why couldn't I move on from him and then at the end of the day I recognized it wasn't about him it was about a lesson that that God needed me to learn and he was just able to use this situation to teach me what it was that he wanted me to learn and when I finally be able was able to put back the pieces of my heart and kind of piece them back together not with someone or something new that was replacing him but with the truths of what God said about me to be true then my confidence was able to be built back up again and I felt like I was good enough. I was pretty enough and my securities started to come back and I had to fill my mind with the right truths constantly, daily. And it wasn't easy and it was certainly a long process, but I really started to realize that in that moment where things felt so upside down and I could not understand why it was happening I can now look back and realize God intervened because he had something different for me something even better than I could ever imagine in store for my life and I just needed to continually trust and walk in faith knowing that he knew what he was doing all along even though I had no clue and once again it solidified for me that all that time that I felt like it was all about the guy it was it was my heartbreak was about me realizing that I had put something else before God and so whether whatever that is in your life you just know that if you are doing that God will remove it in order to teach you where your dependence needs to be. Whatever that might look like, I can promise you it will he will need to remove that. And it's not always fun. It's definitely can be painful 
and messy, but so worth it. And after that breakup, um, I then decided that I knew what I wanted in a relationship and that I would make a list and pray over that list and know that um, the perfect man, not the perfect man, because we know that doesn't exist, but the perfect man for me and what God had designed long before I even knew, but that he had that in store for me. And so when I finally was able to recognize that, I was able to look for those things. And and the things that I longed for and had the desire for in a relationship and in a man and in a husband were so very different from that of what I wanted when I was back in high school and what I thought I wanted and what I thought was the perfect relationship was not in fact at all what was meant for me and obviously um I would have I truly believe that had God not stepped in and made this person you know walk out on me and intervened that I probably would have we would have just gotten to a point where you know the next step you get married but obviously not just different plans clearly for my life and and a different direction but for his as well and it was not what God had designed and not what his plan was and whether he knew how to explain it at the time or whether I was able to understand it at the time didn't really matter. What mattered was it just wasn't right. It wasn't that either one of us weren't good people. It just wasn't right for us. And now that I've truly found who I believe is my soulmate and my husband and my best friend, I still wrestle at times with those insecurities that want to creep back in and cause doubt. And so that's just another piece that I want to talk about for just a few minutes about how because this is something that I know is my personality and something that I will most likely always struggle with is that I need that tangible thing or person or relationship in my life that's giving me that constant reassurance or accolades about who I am and that I am good enough and that I am pretty enough and I constantly battle with trying to make sure I'm believing the truths and not all of those lies that want to creep back in and have me remember the lies that I know are not um, of God. And so being married now, my husband and I are, obviously, we are human, right? So he's human and he will fail me at times. And so if I begin to put my securities into him and 
start to look to him for who I am, he is going to fail me and I'm setting us up for failure and setting myself up for failure all over again. And I know this now because I went through it because I've experienced it and because the Lord had to teach me many, many years ago in a very painful, long process that that is not what he desires. And so I catch it much quicker now than I did back then, but it still happens. And there are still times when I still feel that insecurity and when my husband and I, I have shared many times that him and I have gone to counseling and when we first started going, the counselor was explaining to us something that I thought was really cool. And she actually drew like a Venn diagram of the two circles where it was basically the, the two circle circles overlapped and one circle was me and one circle was Dalen and in the middle was, you know, us together. And she was basically saying that when we get into an argument or things aren't going super great between us and he gets frustrated and walks away, he's fine. He takes his whole circle with him because he's okay that way to come back and be in the circle and still be connected to me and feel okay. But because of who I am and my personality, that circle that I then walk away when he took that piece, he took that piece of me with him and now my circle is only a half circle or three quarters of a circle because he took that with him. And so now I'm not okay because we're not okay. He's still okay because he's all right and he knows we're going to be okay. But because those tendencies that I have for those insecurities to creep back in, I tend to feel not okay when him and I are not okay together. And it has been a journey and a long process. And once she pointed that out, And I recognized that to be true. It was such an eye-opening moment to go, okay, moving forward when him and I do have these arguments, it's okay for us to not be okay for this short time and for me to still be okay. In other words, if I happen to be leaving on a trip or he's leaving on a short trip and we might not be doing great or we just had a little argument the night before and we didn't totally resolve it. We're not necessarily fighting, but it's not super great. I want to fix it before we leave, before he leaves. And sometimes it's okay. It's okay to agree, to disagree, to still say your I love you's before you go away and maybe not be 100% okay with one another and still be whole where I'm still whole and he's still whole and we can come back together at some point and know that we're going to make it right and it's going to all be fine. 
that's not an easy lesson. Let me tell you if, especially not if you are the type of person that I am. And I would, I would say, and I don't know this to be true because I'm not a counselor, but I would probably guess that there's always one in a relationship, whether it's the man or the woman who has that same tendency or insecurity where when you're not okay as a couple, they're not okay and they handle it very differently than what you would think that it should be dealt with. So if you're going through hurt that's similar or a heartache or a heartbreak, whether you're 19 years old or you're 49 years old, it's all the same. Don't let those insecurities and the lies creep in and know whose you are and lean into his truths. If you're searching, you will find him there and oftentimes you will find major blessings in the heartache even and on as a side note the really cool thing is when as much as it hurts when you're going through these things once you're through these things it's amazing what opportunities come into your life of other people who might be dealing with similar situations that you are able to help them through because of what you've experienced and because you can empathize and you can understand the hurt and the pain and you may not have the right words or the perfect thing to say but you are still able to just be there and understand what they're going through because you have been there yourself which is also a really cool thing as much as heartbreak and heartache and things that we go through experiences that are very difficult it is also a blessing to know that we can be there for others to be able to build them up and lift them up in the same situations because we have been there ourselves thanks again for joining me today I really hope that you had at least one amazing takeaway and would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, please reach out on my Intimate Inspirations Instagram page and message me and let me know what you loved. And if you have anything else that you'd love to hear, I would also love to know about it. Always remember, you are beautiful.